Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday, the 10th of July. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off, as always, with the scores on the doors. And for the Friday session in the US markets, the Dow Jones finishing 187 points down, 0.55%, 33,735. It had a high of 114 up and a low of 206 down. The Nasdaq down 0.13 of a percent, 18 points, 13,661. And the S&P 500 in the middle for diddle, as always, well, nearly always, down 0.29%, 13 points, 4,399, let's call it 4,400, shall we? Fixed volatility index down 4%, 14.83, nobody wanting to hold option premium over the weekend, it seems. Spy futures on the market were up 25 points or 0.36%. A little bit of relief there. We did have 121 point down on the 0.6200 on Friday. So 25 points is hardly a massive bounce, but I guess we'll take it. 7,013, the level there on those SPY futures, 0.36% higher. We did see resources get walloped on Friday, 1.7% down. Banks down 1.4% and the index, the ASX 200, as I say, 121 points down, 1.69%. So not a good end to a pretty miserable week, to be honest. In Europe, a little bit of a mixed session there. Stock 600 bouncing up 0.1. We had the FTSE down 0.3. Germany up 0.5. France up 0.4. Spain down 0.4 of a percent so nothing very exciting there of course the big news in the u.s on friday was that jobs number that we saw the came in at uh, 209,000. the market was going for around well 225 to 240 in terms of their levels so 209 uh, was a certainly a cooling number from the may number the unemployment rate came in at about 3.6 percent But as usual with these jobs reports, there's something for everyone. And although the uh, non-farm payrolls rising by that 209,000 was less than expected, uh, average weekly earnings and other measures were a little bit still pointing to that inflationary pressure still in the system. But it does seem as if uh, the labour market is cooling slightly. This week, of course, we do have more really important data ahead of that uh, federal open market meeting. Uh, later in July. We do get the CPI due out on Wednesday. This is the US CPI. And also on Thursday, the Federal Reserve's preferred gauge of wholesale price pressures, which is the producer price index, comes out. And of course, just to make matters even more exciting for us in Down Under, we do have the uh, earnings season kicking off in the US uh, towards the back end of this week with the bank's uh, first cab off the rank. So second quarter earnings season kicking off. I think Friday is the first one there. 
Uh, in uh, some of the other news coming out of the US, uh, we've got a one or two analysts. Uh, Globe Fed Fundstrat Globals, Mark Newton, says the trend for US stocks is still higher. He said last week's churning in US equities can't yet be called complete, but a rally back over 44.53 would help the S&P push back to 4,500. So uh, there's still some people out there bullish. For the week, uh, the S&P fell uh, 1.16%. The Nasdaq closed down 0.9%. And the Dow had its worst weekly performance since March, nearly 2% lower. Looking at some of the US stocks, uh, NVIDIA was up 1%. AMD down 0.3%. Netflix down 0.5%. Meta down 0.8%. Amazon up 1.1%. Alphabet down 0.7%. Microsoft down 1.2, Apple down 0.6, Intel down 0.4 of a percent. U.S. banks a little bit mixed. Uh, We had J.P. Morgan up 0.8, Bank of America up 0.9, but Wells Fargo down 0.3, Goldman Sachs up 0.7, Morgan Stanley unchanged, and Citi up 0.8 of a percent there. Looking at U.S. bond markets, we had the U.S. 10-year 4.066 unchanged. The two-year, 4.95%. The Aussie 10-year had a big, big run on Thursday and Friday last week. Money coming into that market in terms of the yields, 4.28% for the Aussie 10-year on that yield. Bitcoin easing back, just hovering above 30,210. The Aussie dollar at 66.86. Nothing very exciting there. And the US dollar index down 0.8 of a percent. A little bit of money flowing out of that safe haven, I suspect, after that jobs number. Looking at the commodity markets overseas on Friday, we had the oil price. Brent crude up 2.6%, $1.96, dollars 78.47. WTI up 3%, quietly creeping back up, isn't it? $2.15, 73.86. The gold price had a bit of a push higher on the back of that weaker US dollar, up 0.7 of a percent, $13.60 to 1924.3. Platinum up 0.7. Copper was up 1.1%. Nickel fell 1.7%. Aluminium up 0.6%. Zinc down 0.6%. Lead unchanged. And ton down 0.7%. The iron ore price on Friday. Taking a little bit of a tumble, down 1.5% for the iron ore price. Dalian futures are down 0.1 of a percent. Looking at our mining stocks overseas, BHP up 0.4, Rio up 0.7, Glencore up 0.8, Freeport 1.9% higher, Vale up 0.9 of a percent, Livent in the lithium space up 1.7, and Sigma Lithium, and next door neighbor, of course, the Latin resources, 1.4% percent higher there so a little bit of interest in that market there in uh, europe the banks there barclays up 1.4 percent ubs up two percent and deutsche up 2.1 percent and finally just to keep everybody happy the russell 2000 actually had a good day on friday at 1.2 percent and the toronto stock exchange up 0.1 of a percent there as well looking at our market of course, this week, a few uh, little numbers out this morning, a few little uh, broker upgrades and downgrades. Uh, we do have Treasury Wine Estates downgraded to a sell from neutral at City. Uh, a little bit late for that one. It has been falling, falling, falling. Uh, the target price cuts to $10.25. 
from $12.75. Leo Lithium has been initiated overweight at JP Morgan. Target price is $1.40. So that's one we own and have liked and still like. The uh, Alinta is to offer 100% of its WA Energy assets for sale. Uh, prior, it was only offering 80% of those assets. Uh, they have been... Uh, it is believed they have received offers between 1 billion and 1.5 billion. Um, and it looks like Macquarie Capital and JV partner BP may no longer be in contention. Morgan Stanley has been busy over the weekend initiating Australian insurance broker sector. Uh, AUB Group initiated overweight with a 37 buck price target. PSC Insurance Group, PSI is the stock code, initiated uh, overweight with a $5.70 price target. That gives it an 18% upside. Steadfast Group initiated equal weight with a $6.40 price target, only a 9% upside. And Magellan Financial Group downgraded to underperform from neutral at Macquarie. Target price cut to $7.25 from $7.50. Not sure that's a massive, massive target price cut. Uh, in news this morning, GQG Partners has boosted its funds under management, uh, reporting 5.6 billion boost to its funds under management for the month of June. Total funds under management now 104 billion, up from 98.5 billion in May. Said its net outflows were at 6.2 billion as at June the 30th, down from 6.3 billion for the same period in 2022. In other news this morning, Alcan Resources has reported drill results from its Tomingli Gold operations. Significant mineralisation identified at several prospects near the processing facility. Carnarvon Energy, CVN, targeting completion of the bed-out transaction this quarter. We also have Emerald Resources reporting FY Gold production 109,000 ounces versus guidance of 105 to 110. And uh, Coronado Global Resources has appointed Jeff Bitzer as Group COO. I'm sure you're all desperate to hear that one. And Iconex Healthcare is going to re-domicile to the United States for the NASDAQ listing shareholder vote to come in October. Well, that's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, and thanks very much for everyone who tuned in on Friday night to Ask the Analyst. There was the podcast available straight after. And we will be posting the uh, recorded video in its entirety this morning as well. Uh, for those who stuck with it after my screen froze, thanks again for sticking with it. Technical issues as always. AI is a wonderful thing, but it'd be nice if Teams just worked sometimes as it's intended to do. But that's it. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.